Hey everybody, what's up? It's Kenny, aka Weezy Baby, back with another episode of the Friends of Flavor podcast, the podcast about finding yourself within your friends while BSing along the way. And today's episode, we're just playing a, a little catch up with uh, my boy Christian C, as we call him, I guess. Um, so hey, hello, hello, here, also known as. Uh... Weapon Triple X, the uh, <laughs> last place team in in the fantasy football league we're in together. Yeah, so, um, hey, I'm right there next to you. So. Don't uh, don't look at my team. It's uh, uh it's horrible. No, and, and uh, this month is November. No shave November to some people, or uh, to the hipsters, they call it No Nut November. For some reason. Uh, and what better <laughs> what better month to have you? And I'll probably get Marlon in eventually. And uh bunch of bros i guess uh, i like it i like it glad to be here yeah today's episode we're gonna be talking a little family life expectations and what to expect with the new baby on the way and a little football talk uh but it will kind of kind of link into raising kids i guess cool i'm ready to talk about it i got a lot on my mind sweet <laughs> Today's sip of the show is a little Suntory whiskey. At Eleven in the morning here. Cheers. Yeah. Never so, too early to drink. Sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Playing a little catch up. Last time we talked to you, you were just about to get married. That's um, right. So now you're technically a newlywed, even though you guys have been together forever. Kind of like how me and uh, Roth and you know Marlon and so three was like how's marriage been since you got married is it any different for you now yeah man 2022 a uh life-changing year <laughs> for, sure, for everybody for everybody man. but uh definitely you know first day of the year married um uh, amazing ceremony all my family from louisiana um came in and, and it brought back a ton of memories and that's what that's all about celebrating yeah and had all my friends there and as i look back and see pictures and it was a blur. And, uh, <laughs> well, that you day, drank a lot that day. I, I had remember. a bottle of champagne in my hand. Yeah, you were carrying around. Doesn't mean I drank the whole thing. It could have been empty. You did uh, pour it out a little bit. Yeah, a little. But, yeah. Um, but marriage has been great uh, as I think about how my life has changed and what to grab onto, um, yeah. having that life partner. So with the wedding, do you think COVID change the style of wedding y'all had yes because it was small and intimate do yes you, we had if covid wasn't there you would have had a big one it would have been a much bigger one uh-huh. um there would have been a lot more invites if obviously we had to limit it based on right. covid restrictions and and then we picked a venue that fit that style and you know that's all mona she wanted it outside yeah she, she, no, it was it was great she found it was we, we picked the amazing uh semi-warm day of weather in january to have an outside wedding because yeah. we were worried about that. Is <laughs> we it going to be cold? Is it going to be it freezing? It was right. It was a perfect day. To be honest, I, I, I love y'all's wedding and um, David's wedding because it was small and intimate, you know, just real close friends. It just, and you get to enjoy it a little bit more. You get to talk yeah. to more people. Uh, right. As I've been to a ton of weddings, as Mona knows everybody, and some large weddings, and yeah. I've talked to them afterwards, and they were like, it was just a... 
just to and get pulled here and there. You, do. you don't really you get, don't to, get enjoy to see. It. And they even like, I didn't even talk to some people yeah. that were at the wedding. And I think back now, I, I know I made my, made sure to talk yeah. to as many people as I could, spend time with them, and thank them for being there. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, I picked a a tough day for a lot of people. Uh, the day after New Year's. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. My niece is still on the edge <laughs> of talking to me as I pulled her away from her. 21st birthday uh, year of going for New Year's to celebrate, and she yeah. had to be in Mobile at her uncle's wedding. <laughs> I'm sure she she wouldn't. She wouldn't She'll be. look back in yeah. life and say, "I'm I'm." She wouldn't glad. be anywhere else. I was um, glad I was there. With marriage too, you guys have bought your first home. Um, Correct. How's the new house, and how's that going? Is it is it different from renting? Because when you guys were just not married or dating you guys rented a house if i'm right that is correct yeah on home ownership as well it drives you um you know it's it's your brick and mortar you know it's your payment if you're paying yourself back yeah obviously i work in finance and realize the the waste of a rental oh yeah (laughs) and um i bet and now that i'm putting money you know into equity and into future and with the child coming um you know, I think it's a, it's a lot to think of. it is. And and so I'm very lucky at the timing of getting the house and getting a brand new house, um, getting the rate before rates went yeah. through the roof, uh, signing on my mortgage two weeks before the wood crisis, um, wood shortage, which threw Tell up the price. It. So yeah. I, you know, sometimes things line up, um, as you want them to be. And we have a house and it, it feels good to come home to your own property. For sure. Nothing, and nothing uh, feels better than that. Like, after a long day, or even just like if you guys take a trip somewhere and you just come home, just to it, come home after a long day, you very, like, it feels good. very uh, rewarding too. Yeah, as you for make sure. your mortgage payments and, and what are you working for? Yeah, like, especially when uh, you have um, a partner who can turn your house into a home and like she you make is, it come home, you come home and you just automatically feel love like yes and she has done a ton of the little things that i would never do as a guy (laughs) i mean look at my office it's just like (laughs) as i sit here in your layer i love it and the color scheme and you know that's what we do we're guys yeah we we go for what we like and and, it's gonna be sports and beer right that's it that's it what else is there but as you get that person in your life that can help decorate yeah. and, and that's what i've been spending the last few months doing is decorating a baby room oh okay first time i've ever done that and that has been um you guys got finally got that put together it's everything is in there everything's put together every piece of furniture every even the crib even the crib okay. even the bassinet um it is all together we decorated the wall with an animal theme mm-hmm. stickers pretty cool yeah easy we didn't paint yeah we thought about painting we said we're gonna go with stickers they'll pull off at some point and um, it's looking very e- kid roomy. So Ethan wasn't planned, which is our oldest. Ellie was kind of semi-planned. So your daughter was planned, right? Correct. And we uh, definitely were yeah. trying. Was it was it more nerve wracking that way? So it's like, hey, we gotta we gotta plan this out. Yes, we're gonna have a baby. Yes, the pressure. <laughs> you know, was, uh, there is pressure to make things happen, <laughs> and you get put on the spot, and and this. <laughs> timing there's timing yeah to all that and so therefore it is it's time to go think yeah to me that's like it wouldn't even it wouldn't almost make it as enjoyable yeah it didn't but it it is the thing we knew we wanted together when we started our journey in life of togetherness and and what's next and and we both wanted children (laughs) and so i don't want to like private how's that how's that where motor's just like 
it's time to go. And you're just like, okay, let's go. Basically, it is, we know the weeks, we know the days yeah. when it's the best based on either app on a phone or a temperature thing. That's or, wild. And so those are certain nights that we have to yeah. make sure that's the timing. That's crazy how like far technology has came Thank to you. where you're just like, okay, I, I know, you know, like, you know, when she's ovulating or like when that's the right. perfect time is, it's like what the temperature and shit is. You're just like, wow. Like, so you used to just guess you just in the back before all that, you just, you just got it. lucky. Yeah. You just got the t- right timing. Yeah. And maybe it's an odds thing. Just to me, it. I don't know. Like with, with all that technology, it almost makes it more like nerve wracking, right? Like back in the day, you're just like, well, we just living on a, Living on a prayer Bon right. Jovi style. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're right. It yeah. does. Because when it doesn't happen, somebody's looking in the mirror like, uh-oh. Yeah. Is it me? What is, is it? it? Yeah. Yeah. Like, why did that not work? Because it was the timing. It was the right week. It was ovulation. You know, you yeah. start having, you carrying a little weight of it. And boy, when it happened, you know, the, I'll never forget the day I come home from work and just do my normal thing, come yeah. in, undress, go sit down. And she's like, well, come back here first. And I was like, mm. and told me to close my eyes. And I had a feeling. Yeah. And she hands me a little. Because been planning it. But, yes. And she hands it, it me still little, did, It still didn't take it away, you know? No, I mean, yeah. to see what she handed me, a, a little Squishmallow that's got some arms and it's got all the, like, five or six pregnancy no. tests. And they all say positive. I know, it was, I cried. Yeah. I, mean, I, I cried during the notebook and I cried for that, so. You know what? <laughs> that's funny you say that because i've never finished a notebook out of um, out of all the sappy movies i've watched it, I've the, never the ending it. is it, it, it's hard not to cry i'll catch bits and pieces of it i get the love story it. and the excitement of the love that they carry throughout the movie but the ending like it man it makes you think deep and hard about life and what yeah. it's all about and as the end of the movie happens you well, that's a uh a softer side from you and uh mona actually like mona i know she's kind of thoughtful but to do all that stuff for you that oh uh, like, she's okay. she and, and she knew when you know she was with me and i was first around her family and <laughs> i don't think i'm striking oil when i say this there's a lot of kids around her family <laughs> yeah with uh 10 nieces and nephews between well, her that, sisters that's the other thing it's like um i feel like uh you guys have planned it but you guys have always been ready for a kid because Right, how many nieces and nephews she has on her side, and then on you have. I have three. I have three on my side, and and they're a big, a lot older than hers. And you know, I hadn't been around infants that much since my nieces and nephews. But when I started dating Mona, the first one, Sephora, was a a three month old baby, and I couldn't put her down. But yeah, those kids are pretty much your kids. They are. I mean, I felt like I raised them, and she saw that. I mean, and those are things you recognize. Uh, and those are things she saw in me and, you know, I'm, I'm glad yeah. she saw that and we made that decision together. It's definitely a, uh, a trait that a lot of, um, not just women, but men look towards, you know, that's right. Their significant others, how, how they are with kids. Thank you. I've, I think about that. And, you know, as the older you get, it's not judging the book by its cover. You got to read that book. Yeah. You know, you got to start seeing what's in there and, yeah. And I saw that in her and how she handles her family. And, and, you know, it's all about family. Mona is definitely a big family person. Oh, she for is. Sure. Uh, you know, her parents are her lifeline. You know, she she sees them as much as possible, checks in on them, worries about them. And she sees that in me, too. I mean, I probably call my mom and dad five out of seven days of the week. 
I'm guilty. I don't to. really call my mom every week. So but I, 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 should, live, but. I live two hours away from my parents, yeah. so I don't get the luxury of seeing them that much. So the phone obviously comes in. Yeah. Um, my Technology. Just, yeah. It, it really helps. But man, the, the, the excitement I have is I can't get enough of it. Like yeah. there's a car seat in my car, right? In my truck right oh, now. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. So we're ready. That okay. truck's going to be at the hospital the day the baby comes. So and, you already have like a, I guess they always say like, have a backpack. Have a backpack with, yeah. with couple changes of clothes, couple snacks, chargers. Um, we got everything we need in there. I'm sure she's ready, man. She is, you know, and you know, she's been lucky on pregnancy as far as what people have told me. Sickness and stuff. More, no morning sickness. Her worst trait has been bad acne. Oh, really? The second trimester, I believe. Does she have any uh, weird food cravings? She actually stopped liking some of the weird foods that she really? used to love. Like pickles were her lifeline to uh-huh. everything. And she doesn't really touch pickles that much anymore. Yeah. Roth, I think with Ellie's was like Rocky Road. Like, ice cream? Yeah. Pancakes has probably been the one thing that she won't stop talking about. <laughs> really? We probably make them Chickens. two or three times a week okay. now. And she's got a nice little recipe she makes. And um, Hell yeah, I'm going to try some of those, Mona. Hey, yeah, cook me some pancakes. She's probably making them right now. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything you're you're nervous about with the baby coming or that you're not sure like how to approach like? I know you've had all, you know, the nieces and nephews, so it kind of prepared you for this, but is there anything you're just kind of unsure about? Yes. Um, first of all, and I think everybody has delivery. Oh, yeah. The, okay. <laughs> Here's my question. Okay. Are you going to stay up or um, go down? I'm okay. going to be as... I would, I would recommend that as well. Thinking about putting a blinder on this eye <laughs> and patting her head, and I want to stay on the, the non-business end, as they yeah. say. Yeah. Because yeah. I am, I'm, I'm, you know... It's a it's a miracle of birth to see it. I just don't know if I yeah. want to see it or not. When I had Ethan, or when they had Ethan, or when Rob had Ethan, <laughs> not they were, um, yeah, I, I stayed up and I, I just held her hand. I didn't want to. I didn't really want to see it. Of course, I was like you know like eighteen, nineteen, or whatever. I was right. still young, so right. yeah. But when uh, Ellie came, I was down there, and I <laughs> I kind of regret it, but I kind of don't. Like you, you get to see, like you said, you know this miracle, the of life. miracle of life. It, I'm not gonna lie, it almost ruined the vagina for me. You know for what? A I, I wasn't gonna say it, but that's gotta be from that point on, like yeah. a very, very uh, burned in yeah. image in your brain. And, and then um, <laughs> get get ready for the placenta. That's that's the exact. She just mentioned that to me recently, last couple of weeks, about there she'll give birth twice. The baby and then the placenta yeah. will either come out on its own or you can't yake it out because yeah. of, of hemorrhaging. But obviously that's gonna come out after and, and See, I've seen a picture of it. Yeah. Looks like something looks, out of an alien movie. It was. Uh well, <laughs> well I didn't notice it the first time, I guess, because I was with Ethan and I didn't really pay attention to it, but when I was down there with Ellie yeah, I saw it, and I was like, oh, I'm good. Wow. So that scares me for yeah. the health of the baby, for the health of Mona. And then the second scare part is, obviously, as we move into the baby being here, you know, what, what the baby's crying. Okay, she's crying. Okay, okay, why? You know, is yeah. she hungry? Is she, is she tired? Can't talk to you. Thank yeah. you. The communication part has always been something, and, and some of the things people keep telling me is, is you just have instinct. You'll know, you know, yeah. you'll know what to do. And obviously the mother's instinct as well will take over. But what I hear, there's two things. Either they're hungry or, or, they're, or they're tired or, or they got a dirty yeah. diaper, three things. So obviously hungry is the big thing I've been told is feed your baby. 
one thing I was nervous about when I first had ours or when Ethan first came was like there was like oh don't don't sleep with your baby don't you know don't have the baby in the bed with you when you go to sleep you might crush them or whatever I'm like and so like in my head I'm like wow am I gonna really roll over and just smother I've my heard kid? that as well I've but heard it, that it never happened it's just like your instinct knows like hey this kid is next to me I'm not gonna don't move. roll over you don't yeah, like if if your baby is like right next to you you're not gonna you're move not at all gonna dude. roll over and I I understand there's that's why you have restless sleep because you're worried. Yeah. Are you rolling on your baby? Is your baby asleep? Is your baby Dude, even good? when Ethan was here, uh, that was one of the things like, dude, um, I would worry so much about the kid and I would just wake up in the middle of the night because you're so used to like them being kind of restless or waking up to be hungry or whatever that when they do get in this routine, dude, I would just wake up and I'm like, are you still alive? I know. Just like kind of like poke them. Because like, that is a real yeah. thing, right? I mean, SID, sudden yeah. infant death syndrome. Yeah. I mean, that's just the scariest combination of words you could ever put together. For sure. And and I want to stay awake the whole time to make sure my yeah. baby's alive. And we have this thing you put in the bed. It's It's got like higher, like a mattress, but it's like small and it's got uh, like a fluffy things on the side so, uh, so the baby's in between yeah and you can be on each side of it so if you roll over you'll feel that little bump, bump. before you roll yeah. over so we have that and you know we obviously want to you know sleep with our child at yeah. the same time because that bonding time the way you were raised do you think you'll instill any of what your parents taught you or how your parents raised you into your kids or is like example is will there be some things where you're just like well, I didn't like how my parents handled that with me. I'm not going to do that with my kid. Yeah, I've thought about both of that. And I think on our last talk, we talked about discipline yeah. um, of, of how I was raised with the belt. Yeah. And, you know, obviously you're going to learn things based on some punishment. Yeah. And I'm a believer in a, a belt on the bottom. Yeah. And hey. I, that's some of the life lessons. I think back to what I learned to do and not do based on some of those things. But I it, it, it's key to have the mix of the punishment and then the why and then the affection that goes afterwards. Yeah. Because I think if you do the first part and don't do the second part, you're going to breed some, some yeah. anger and hostility towards so, your... Because then they're just going to question like, why, Thank you. why did you do that to me? All I'm doing is getting spanked and crying in my room and nobody yeah. comes and talks to me. And that yeah. was one of the best feelings I ever got with my dad was, you know, boy, you get a spanking. It's just the end of the world. Yeah. You know, you're just, your parents are disappointed in you. You know, it hurts. You're crying and you're alone. And then your, you know, dad would come back, put you on his knee, tell you what you were in trouble for. Do you understand? And then boy, we'd go watch TV or do something together. And you just totally forgot about it. And and that's the stuff. I'm going to tell you now, you might not do that at all with your daughter. I've heard. (laughs) And she I talk a, you, I talk a big game, yeah. but as soon as I see those big old brown eyes yeah. start to water up, and I'm like, I can't punish you. Yeah, like, come here, sure. you didn't do anything That's wrong. I, you're an I'm, angel. I'm also waiting to see which, you know, girls, especially as your first kid, you're like, she's probably going to be daddy's girl. But at the same time, I'm I'm waiting to see who's going to be uh, the good cop, bad cop with you. <laughs> Mona's already saying she's going to be the bad cop, and as I talk all kind of game about spanking and punishment. I'm going to let that kid yeah. get away with murder <laughs> because daddy's girl, we know that. Yeah. And, uh, but you know, I'm, I'm going to, you know, use my instincts and go with what I feel at the time. And I, I might not be right. I might not be correct yeah. and live and learn as a parent. That, that's exactly how. And I want to ask you that question yeah. is, you know, do you feel you've ever overstepped your bounds or didn't do enough at any point uh, raising your children? Man. 
I really haven't had people ask me questions, but yeah, Sorry. Uh, no, that's great. I love it. It's a conversation. That's what I want. There's times where I feel like I should have been more, uh, not really like proactive, but more like, I guess, harder or harsh on my kids, so especially with Ethan. He's kind of, well, both my kids are very different from one another, but I, I kind of wish I would have made him a little bit more active than okay. what he is now. Okay. Or... You know, because you know he just stays up locked up in his room so um but it's not too late so like right now i think i'm we're gonna try to play pickleball okay that's, that's a neat. Uh, retirement sport that and i want to try over. that as well so we just ordered a set okay so, i've uh, heard gonna, a ton of stuff about yeah, it a lot ross, to talk about ross it. sister um is taking it up and she's like yeah you guys should try it and so we're gonna try that so i, I wish i was or did have my, my kid especially ethan more active like ellie's like she's she's doing great she's doing volleyball but i also told myself that i wouldn't pressure them to do anything they wouldn't want to do if they come to me and say hey i want to try this that's fine um and i'll i'm I'm all for it i'll support them but you know my my son ethan he's never come say hey i want to try this or that and that might just be his personality that he's not going to tell me but if i make him do something and he ends up liking it then you know that's great he's he'll be, he'll become more active so i, I kind of wish i would have been kind of not really like force him to do something but like have him try more things so to see if he would actually like it I, instead I, of waiting for him to come to me and say hey i want to try karate or something okay. you know and i think you've got two points there you said it's not too late yeah. you know i think you've got time he's you know he's a good kid i mean and yeah. the second part is is how old is he 16 he's about he's 17 he'll be uh, 18 in may my bad i'm yeah. way behind 17 no. I have a feeling that you wouldn't probably trade it for some 17-year-olds that are probably doing some things. Oh, for sure. So I, I, would I would say you've got a lot of lot of things that yeah. are going well that he could be more involved in things you wouldn't want him to yeah. be. And I mean, he, he's, he's, he keeps to himself. I'm not saying that um, I regret or don't like the way he was raised or how he turned out. Um, I just you know want him to be more active. But both my kids are great. I mean... They You've are. Been around they're kids. they're they very well mannered and stuff like that. So they're good kids, and you should be thankful all the way across the board. Yeah. to have what you have, and I hope to be in the same boat one day to say that would be my biggest issue is maybe involvement of yeah. some activities because there could be. Whew. Yeah. Well, speaking <laughs> of, so yeah, you played what baseball and softball, right? Yes, and okay, flag football and every sport yeah. I could play. So you were pretty active. Um. I don't know if Mona played any sports or not. She said she tried soccer one time, and then <laughs> Rod, I think Rod did too. <laughs> so uh, together, they, they stopped. Maybe did. Yeah, you know. they were probably. Um, are you time. planning, or are you wanting to get your daughter into sports, or are you just gonna like kind of like me, like wait and see if she's she'll be like, hey, you know, Dad, I want to try this. Yeah, I think you will take time with your kid to obviously have them involved and show them things, and as they show interest back, you continue to press the issue yeah and i remember my dad throwing the ball with us in the backyard and being involved with sports helped me develop into continuing sports yeah i'm not saying if he didn't do anything with me would i've taken the same path because i knew i played sports most of the time because my friends were doing it yeah and that's just what you did is your friends are doing all this let's go play baseball yeah. okay that's let's how go play baseball. ellie got into volleyball that's right she's friends. like oh my friends got it she's not the best but she's like hey, oh my friend's doing it. I'm that's gonna do it too. that's those are life things that she'll never forget and i think back to my high school elementary school sports those are 
I can still picture myself every time right yeah, now playing I can, it. I can see you as a travel softball parent. I, I don't <laughs> mind it if that's what she wants to do. And of course, if I can be around any kind of sport. Hey, I'm sure you know, but uh, if you do, uh, it's a pretty penny. Yes, my sister <laughs> has raised three children and yeah. all three of them have done some type of travel ball. Dude, I heard softball is super expensive. It, oh my, because uh, like the, the bat alone is super expensive and you have to buy all these other gear and then travel. They travel. I mean, they've been in like North Carolina before. So they do... Is it just regional? Or they do they... regional, and then if they win the regional, they'll go to you know yeah. the so the we did super regionals. <laughs> Ellie does is doing club volleyball now, and they they let you pick like, do you want to do local, oh, regional, okay. so you can, regional or national? So you can do any yeah. One I was like, uh, I ain't traveling, so I'm just gonna do local, and I think local just stays like in the Gulf area, um, and then regional you you'll either go to like Mississippi or Atlanta. And then national, man, they've been all the way up to like Minnesota. I've, and I've, like I've heard, and I think it will all depend on two things is, you know, her involvement with it. And then, you know, obviously her skill set with it. Yeah. Because I think skill sets will drive, you know, the next level yeah. as it needs to be because people recognize and they'll recruit you. Hey, I, I told her, I was like, uh, I don't mind uh, signing up for club volleyball, but you have to show me that you put a little bit more effort because I'm not paying you know, over a grand or whatever it is to just have you ride the bench. Thank you. I was just about to say that it's all about her involvement yeah. and her skill set in it will determine how big she wants to yep. go into it. And this, I mean, you know, they, they, that was one of the first things they said straight up was, you know, just because you're on the team doesn't mean you're guaranteed you're going to play. Right. You know? That's right. You, you got to sit the bench and you yep. spend a grand and yeah. you're in a hotel room and spending gas. And, and, you know, obviously it's for her enjoyment. That's awesome. But, you know, does she, um, does she want to continue to do yeah. it? Does she want to get bigger into it? And we want to have a second. We want to have a boy. All right. And then yeah. that's really when I will have to make my decision. So are you gonna? So are you guys gonna take a break after this mm -hmm. one, or are you just gonna straight on? We want okay. to do. We want to do because we are getting to those ages in our life yeah. that will determine. Okay. If hey, we go for it, more. man. Yeah. So that's. I'm, and I'm we happy know, for y'all. Thank you. And I, I'm ready to, for the second after hopefully the first one is a, an easy easy <laughs> uh birth and and raising and everything so yeah a lot of nerves in me right now man well the the big thing was always like uh what what the everyone says is how you were to your parents your kid's gonna be to you um a hundred times over i've whatever heard that it is. i've <laughs> heard that and, so I'm like, oh fuck and as i think about you know, how was I to my parents? I, I think I was a good kid. I mean, yeah. I know I never did anything illegal or moral. Yeah. I'm sure I back talked and obviously yeah, who, who, doesn't? who doesn't, right? Yeah. I mean, every kid learns small little things and, and as you learn not to back talk and and disobey, yeah, you will you should get some type of punishment for that and I and I remember those things. But yeah, let's um let's hope my child turns out like that. <laughs> I'm good. Well, for I, I believe in y'all. Thank, you. Thank um, you. So yeah, that's that's enough serious talk for real. We'll dive into it. a little sports talk, and it, it kind of ties into it. Well, first of all, our fantasy teams suck. Um, <laughs> the Braves lost. Alabama may not even make it to the SEC championship. The Jags and Saints look terrible. Man. So I mean, really, what what can we look forward to, Christian? You know what, Kenny? I have uh, thought about that every every day. Um, because <laughs> basketball you, season. Yeah, I, I guess. guess we do. I guess we'll look towards basketball season. Um, I don't have a ton of following of basketball, especially pro. 
we we both enjoy um, college basketball when it gets down to March Madness, March Madness yeah. and I think that's an exciting time. Hey, um, um, I I might I was like I'm gonna try to get a little bit more into hockey, and uh, since you know the Kraken started last year, I'm I was just gonna be a Kraken fan. Have you seen new. their record this year? I think they're pretty decent. They're really right? good, actually. Yeah. They're actually one of the best teams in the league. They had a rough first season last year. Uh-huh. They did, but they uh, they. I still didn't it. really understand how their the whole draft thing worked with them, but uh, they, apparently they got to pull whoever they. Yeah, they wanted I think for the most when part. the when when the Jags and the um, Panthers? Uh, Panthers got in the league, didn't they do that same type of draft? That I don't they think got they to... did it as extensive as how hockey was. Okay. Yeah. Because they, they basically pick free agents first, right, off the of teams? I think so. I think that's how it goes. So whoever's free agents, they have these, these expansion teams get some of the first picks of it. And then, you know, they build their team off of that. And then, obviously, the draft from that year. But, I mean, I I really enjoy watching playoff hockey more than regular season hockey. That's, that's what everyone says. Like, if you're going to get into hockey, watch it, playoff hockey. It's the intensity, just like in March Madness. It, it's oh, yeah. there. You can see the drive and the difference in teams based on where they are. Uh, but you taught me a lesson last two Sundays ago. Hulu Live. Yeah. So that's, I've the, had, that's the way to go, especially with sports like that, right? So we've had that package where you get Hulu, Disney, yep. and ESPN+. Plus. Had it the whole time. And never did it. Never wow. checked on Hulu to see that that's where ESPN Plus yep. stuff was popping up. Yep. All the hockey games are on there. I didn't even exactly. know Exactly. So I've learned since you told me that Sunday morning, because I was technology struggling that morning to try to watch that football game. And Kenny's like, oh, yeah, turn on yeah. Hulu. And boy, it was the first thing on yeah. the screen. Hit play. And I hit play. And I'm ESPN watching ESPN Plus is on Hulu. If you didn't know, you can watch all the like EOC prelim fights. And the fight nights that they I have, did too. Not know That's all what that. I mainly use it for. And Hulu. I was going to cancel Hulu, but uh, the price you pay for Hulu or alone or just Disney alone, it's the same price. If so you, you know, get that package, well. and might yeah. as well get the package. And Hulu, y'all can pay us for this little plug if they would like. Um, <laughs> yeah, for sure. We'll take some, I'll take royal- some sponsorship. We'll take some royalties for that because yeah. uh, I know I was missing out on what you guys are offering. So, cool. So everyone's freaking out with Alabama losing last week to LSU. Which was terrible. Um, I mean, it was a good game for the most part. Bad officiating on, I would say both sides. I want to say both sides. I w- but you know, being a Bama fan, I would say more on our side. But uh, everyone's freaking out. They're like, "Hey, dynasty's over. Saban's done." Some people even, for some reason, even Bama fans are like, "Bryce sucks. He's the shittiest quarterback we've had." I'm like, "What are you talking they about?" They are they are incorrect on that last statement. Yeah, uh, and he sta- just won the Heisman last right, year. Right, right. And he's, he's, just on, we- he's just on a bad team. Yeah. He's just on a bad team right now. And that's the unfortunate part is he might go down as the best Alabama quarterback to not, not win. win a national championship. Yeah, but, so sucks. two losses by two points on the road. That's what uh, Lane Kiffin, Kiffin. Lane yeah, Kiffin had that. a great quote. And I know he's an ex-Bama coach. And, well, and he, he, him and Saban are boys. They are. Yeah. And he, he has all the respect. And obviously without Saban, I have a feeling he might not be where he is now. And to quote that is amazing. And and to say you lose two games by two points, it's over. It is not. Yeah. I mean, sure. that's what's so hard about being a Bama fan and being Nick Saban is every time you're playing a team, that's their national championship. Yep. They play Bang. the fans. They play to win that game. And when you do win that game, okay, it's probably not going to do too much for yeah. that program at, at at that exact moment, but it sure seems to set back Alabama. Well, it's just like, uh, 
Iron Bowl, right? So Iron Bowl is coming up is Alabama versus Auburn. And the interim coach, who I actually really like, I like Cadillac. Cadillac. I like Cadillac Woods. I like Cadillac Woods. I think Woods, that was man. a good he little was, move to put he him was in great. there. Um, and in his college years, he was great in the pros. I thought he and, was. Um, he was a good um, for him back. to bring up there. And obviously, the fans love him. And so, what bigger way to you know make your resume look good for the coaching job if you beat Alabama? That you know? is their pedestal every year. Is to think back to the. Games that Auburn wins, if it's against Alabama, it's a memory. And poor Saban can go fifty nine and two, yeah, and seem like it's over. And the two to everyone is like, "Oh, we suck, suck." That's it. Yeah. Hang it up. Get him out of there. Um, I don't see it over. I see the recruiting classes are continuing to be yeah, top sure. five. They will continue to go there. It's the dynasty program. If you're the best, you want to play on the best. Saban will retire. It will end. There so is no if doubt. Saban retires, who you think goes there? <laughs> you know, I, I don't have a, a firm answer. I don't see at any point why Lane yeah. Kiffin wouldn't probably be in that conversation. I think everyone says that. I think he I, would want to go back there. I think um, he doesn't go anywhere else from Old Miss until Saban retires. But yeah, I see Lane Kiffin, obviously an ex-Alabama coach, would probably want to come back there and take over, but Think about Coach K Duke this year. Yes, yeah. first year without Coach K. Yeah, boy, you talk about taking over for a legend. Who takes over for Nick Saban? It's that's tough. Hard. That's a hard spot to be. Um, that's not where. I mean, you you talk about the only way to make a mark is to be immaculate. If you lose a game or two and don't may win a national championship, it's over. Yep. You're you're look at the program getting set back. I think that's the hard part with some of Bam. Like every so every fan base has idiots, and that's how I feel like with with Bama fans. Like I was like, man, you can't win them all, and you, and you you lost two games. Uh, like Kiffin said, by one score in two of the hardest, like two of the largest stadiums, the yeah, hardest to place in. to play. Death Valley's terrible to play. Terrible in. at Tennessee's night. Tennessee's hard to play. Tennessee's a hundred thousand fans. Yeah. I mean, it is. So what do you what do you think like if they're as, as a fan Alabama fan base they're like what's the problem so like if there's a problem at all what do you think the problem is? as I see it not a lot of uh, explosion explosiveness on offense hmm. two things from play calling oh one I hate Bill O'Brien we 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 do <laughs> we do um, and then they just they they have a brand new crop of receivers yeah. Those guys are not explosive yet. They haven't exactly. found that next one up. That that's just a game breaker. Their go-to exactly, yeah. and I think that's where Bryce Young is struggling too. Is yep. where do I get the ball to? I don't have that speedster on the outside that that's going to run that on. slant. Yeah. And that's going to be open every time. I mean, they're well covered. They're not breaking away from people. I don't know if it's their talent or the play calling, but that's that's what's missing. It's yep. because our run game can be great. Again, him and him and Gibbs have been the savior for the. But offense. when they have eight in the box because they're not scared of the exactly. slant, they're not gonna they're not gonna budge. It's yeah. gonna be hard to make that make that run. So one of the things that they say is quote unquote the problem is uh, all the NIL deals. And for those of you who don't know, NIL stands for name, image, and likeness. Um, do you think NIL deals is ruining college sports? Yes, there are there are things that have changed this year and last year when they they implemented this that isn't making you play. I don't know. I, I just don't think you have that 
pot of gold at the end of that rainbow. Yep, that agree. pot of gold is here now. Yep. I'm getting paid now. I, obviously, the harder you play, you should get more at the end of that. Yep. But, okay, I'm getting paid was right it, now. Uh, is it Mike Leach? Was it the A&M coach or whoever it was? He's like, he had that press conference where he's like, just because these guys aren't playing hard, they they don't care. They're sitting back there with their fat girlfriend and shit like that. I was like, That's what? Always one of the things I've always said about people who say they like college football better than the pros because the pros aren't trying. Yeah. Okay. So let's let's explain that um, the ones that are great separate themselves in college because it looks like they're trying. Mm-hmm. They're just better than the guy next to them. Yeah. In the pros, that guy next to you is just, just as good. good. And doesn't mean they're not trying. <clears throat> if you watch a race, NASCAR, Formula One, it looks like nobody's going fast, right? Yeah. Well, they're all going fast around each other. So everybody looks like they're slow. In the pros, it's the same way. Yeah. That guy's not running fast. He's right, but that guy's right beside him. Yep. Because he's running. They're pros this, for a reason. Even the right. shitty teams, like the Jags. <laughs> like every crappy pros. team are pros, and they will run yeah. circles around. I the don't know, person. Marcus Mariota. He made that one play this week. I was like, <sighs> how is he a pro? Those Thursday night games are yeah, killer. They're terrible. For, they're terrible. They, they. Oh, also speaking on NASCAR, that one play uh, that. You know I what? Forgot his name. Or he rode the wall. I couldn't tell you his name, but boy, that was cool. Yeah. And I'm not a NASCAR fan. My dad's a big race car fan, and it's more Formula One. But we watched NASCAR Jeff Gordon a ton because that was really cool. He was like, I think he was like in like what blow ten or ten yes. or something like that, and he rode the wall. He had to get to very a stretch. certain point in that race. Yeah. To get to the top ten of whatever to go to the playoffs, and he did that. He just hit the wall. Yep. And let it slingshot him around, yeah. and he passed four or five. It was pe- amazing. What was like, a, it was definitely like everyone says it was a video game. Move. Why? Why hasn't that been done before? That's one of those things. Like that's always probably been in some guy's well, it, head. It's yeah. It's always just <laughs> it, it is, and it's that right. So, I love it. I so thought NASCAR it was really cool. for the longest is probably like you know like um, they just follow the rules, you know, and the, you have this one guy who's like you know what I'm thinking like outside it. the Break box, the, think outside the box, Fuck and that's that. what. That's what sports needs, thinking outside the box. Yep. The going for the field goal when that's what the analytics say. Hunting, that's what they say. I like some of the change in sports yeah. that they do go outside so if, of the if norm. my kicker sucks at field goal kicking, I'm just going to go for it. And go forth. for it. Yeah. That's, that's that. one of the high school football things is when they don't have a field goal kicker or they go don't have a punter, just go for it. Yeah. I mean, I, I have a chance to get it. Yep. But more than I know, this guy's not making the field goal <laughs> or he's going to punt it 10 yards. Might as well just go for it anyway. Yeah. Give me a chance to get a first down or score a touchdown. So I pulled some of the highest NIL earners. And surprisingly, well, this, I don't know how updated this is, but Bryce Young, which is our quarterback at Alabama, is the highest with $3.2 million. He's pulled $3.2 million in um, just this year. And most of it, they get paid per social media post. So he gets paid... $26,300 per post per post. That's, that's ridiculous. You know what? That is, that is, I did not know those numbers broken down. I did know the first stats you quoted that Bryce Young was the highest. Yeah. I was aware of that, but I did not know that's a, how they got paid and B it was that much. She's a, she's a Stroud is second to him, which is the Ohio state quarterback. He makes 2.5 million or he pulled 2.5 million off of NIL deals. $16,900 per post. Um, Caleb Williams from USC is the quarterback. Oh, yeah. He transferred over. 
2.4 million and he makes the same per post as CJ Stroud and then the running back from Texas Bijan Robinson he makes 1.7 million and he makes $16,310 per post like that is crazy and for like boomers as they called them <laughs> um, they're all like oh these kids don't want to work this and that but I wouldn't want to work too if if I can literally tap a button on my phone and make sixteen thousand dollars every time I make one post on social media. Give it it's, to me. It's hard to, <laughs> it's hard to not want to just be able to do that. Yeah, and I get it, and I get why it was such a big deal for these kids to get money. Yeah, because what is Alabama making off of them? Bryce Young making three point five million, exactly. which that's not even the university paying him. Yeah, that's the sponsorships paying him, but that's why this needed to happen. Is because why did Bama win a national championship and get multiple millions of dollars? And these kids, yeah, they got a scholarship, they get room, board, food, yeah, all these amenities, but it, it, something had to give. Yep. And I think that is the best thing that could have happened for the e- equality of the of the players putting all the work in and the university benefiting yeah. off of it. I think, I think, like you said, like so they they become spoiled. So you already make millions of dollars in college football so what makes you one play harder to get drafted and two um even care you're like fuck it i like your your career could end in college and you'd be set you know that's right making that's millions right. of dollars and that is another reason it was important that, that happened because some of these kids do get hurt in college and they don't get to go play pro right and that is where they can lose money because that either. exactly and that is one of the reasons it is good that some of them will get paid because it's not always guaranteed you're going to get drafted. Yeah, It's not always guaranteed you're going to be good in the pros. Something to fall back on as these university makes multiple million dollars. Selling insurance of. isn't cutting it. No, it's not. <laughs> that is being a being a, a car dealership spokesperson. Yeah. It's going to cut. I'm not quoting any names, yeah. but we, we know uh, who some of those are. Yeah. But I do see it has affected some of the... Looks like it's affecting things. I think it's going to take a while too, before sure. data can... Sh- can a hundred percent prove it might not even be able to be proven. I don't that it has changed. I don't know sport. if it would help, but I feel like if they set like a cap, yeah, right? that's to be something like that can limit. happen. But I mean, the the sponsorships aren't going to change. I mean, if this kid's the best in college football, he's going to get the most money. Yeah, but there maybe there should be a cap on no matter how good you are, yeah. you can only make this much because you do want to give them some incentive to get to the pros. Yeah, exactly. Because obviously when they get to the pros, he's going to make more than 3.5 million sure. a year. Oh yeah. yeah. And so that is the incentive. It's always there. You want those next levels. You want those large contracts. And obviously when he gets there too, he's going to get better sponsorships and yeah. he'll make more money um, than he actually will playing football. That's really, that kind of goes back to like, you know, raising kids. Like you're, you're not going to automatically, well, one, you always want the best for your kid. Exactly. Um, but two, you're also you want them to earn it, you know? Like Yeah. My, my daughter's doing all these things for, you know, uh volleyball and we're paying X amount of dollars for it or whatever. But you know what? She's doing chores, she's helping out around the house, she's she's super helpful. She's um with the dogs and cleaning and stuff. Ethan, you know, he works part time at the restaurant and stuff, so he he's on his own. I'm gonna make him pay bills. It's, it's like things just shouldn't be given, you know? Work ethic exactly. is what you're talking about. And For that sure. is something I knew I was percent. raised on is I knew I was never going to get a large inheritance. I'm not going to get handed down yeah. millions of dollars. I can't just sit around and wait. 
I mean, so I had to go out to work. And my yeah. parents told me that when I went to college, like you have to make a decision. You got to, you know, pull the trigger on something and, and go make a living. Yep. Because unfortunately I wasn't born into the billion dollar family. <laughs> Damn. I think, I think that was a mix up at the hospital. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that is something that I've always known is I will have to earn what I get. And, yeah. and that's never been a problem. I mean, I, it's I, definitely uh, one of the great lessons to teach your kids. Is, and I think that is, that is that fine line in college right now is, you know, you got to coach these kids, but now Bryce Young's getting 3.5 million yeah. and you're like, well, yeah, shut up, coach. Yeah. But think about the pros. You know, the same thing has to happen there. I mean, all these guys on the teams making more than the coach. Yeah. Coach is still having to coach you. Yeah. You got to understand the game, and that is something I hope is still there with sports. Is the coach has a job to do too. You got to respect him, and you got to go play the game. He's trying to help the team win, help you be better. Yeah. And I think a lot of the college, I mean, a lot of the contracts and the pros is incentive laden, right? So you, the better you play the better yep. your stats are, the more money is going to come yep. out of it. It's, I mean, some of them are like, if you, if you make, you know, X amount of yards or if you go to pro bowl or whatever, you, you know, playoffs, things like that. How many times you start, yeah. those are all things that are instilled there. So that's, there's still something to play for. It's yep. not just get your contract and sit on the bench yep. unless you're a backup quarterback. Yeah. I, I think that's all that's, I have for you today, man. That's, <laughs> That was a good conversation. I've and, enjoyed uh, talking about it, getting some of these nervous things off my chest. The, um, <laughs> well, I'm glad I got to catch up with you. Less man. than two weeks, Kenny. Yeah. Less than hey, two weeks. I'm ready to meet her too. Thank so. you, man. We are love. Um, You'll be babysitting. Get ready. <laughs> hey, anytime y'all need a date night. I appreciate me, it. Me and Roth don't uh, care. Y'all probably miss having an infant around. So. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Can't get baby fever though. Ah, yeah. I do already know about that yeah. situation. So, um, All right. So uh, don't forget to check the Instagram, friends underscore of underscore flavor uh or we see baby um yeah and uh don't forget to check on your friends but more importantly don't forget to check on yourself peace thanks kenny